0: love you to email me your mindset and productivity questions or topics you'd love me to cover um, to hello at franexcel.com because I know a lot of you think I'm inside your heads because you tell me all the time. But if I don't know what you need, I can't give it to you. So let me know. Do you often get caught in a worry loop? You know, when something happens or often hasn't happened yet, And your immediate reaction is to catastrophize and think of all the worst case scenarios that could possibly happen before they actually have. (laughs) And then you tend to plummet into a, woe is me, everything's awful, this is 100% the end of the world kind of zone, which, let's be honest, doesn't really help anyone. (laughs) Sound familiar? Well, that's the worry loop. (laughs) Horrible. So, this used to be me on a daily basis so let that be a testament to the fact that it can change for you if you're currently struggling with this one of my most popular episodes is how to stop overthinking and it links really nicely to this i did that about a year ago so it was one of the earlier episodes that so go back um had thousands and thousands of downloads so it's obviously something that people struggle with and it's often just a few Simple tweaks to the way that you look at look at and think about things, catching yourself before you descend into the loop, and getting into the habit of thinking in a way that is going to be much more helpful for you. But we can also often use these common thought processes to make make a judgment about ourselves. Yeah. So I'm such a worrier, or I always overthink, or why do bad things always? Happen for me? Why do things always go wrong? You know, all of those languages. So we beat ourselves up and stay in that victim mode for longer than necessary. And we, but we make it a part of our identity, which is part of the problem. And here's the thing worry is not something that is ingrained in you as a person, it's not who you are, even though it really may feel that way sometimes. Yeah, you have a habit of worrying, it's different. You know, if you've been with me for any amount of time, you know, 95 to 99% of everything we do is run by our unconscious programming, and that's habitual, yeah? It's the go-to defense mode that keeps you safe, and it's absolutely what I used to do. I thought that if I worried about things, it would in some way change the outcome. You know, I would be prepared for the worst case scenario if and when it happened. But what I was really doing and what was really happening was I was actually already living my life as if it had happened. Pain for absolutely no reason the majority of the time, yeah? And the reason I'm talking about this today is it's something that has been coming up a lot for my clients recently. And it's one of the things I really love working with actually, helping people transform the way they think about these things and understand that it's not part of their identity. Worrying, they've been worrying about putting themselves out there and thinking about all the negative what ifs that may happen. Like what if nobody buys? What if somebody doesn't like what I say? All of that sort of stuff. And not focusing on the positive potential of what may happen when you do do something. And it's easily done. I hear you. Been there, done it, got the freaking (laughs) T-shirt. But it's also something that, because I used to really struggle with it, things that have happened personally recently that have really, really highlighted how big the shift in transformation has been for me and what that's meant for my life. So I really used to let worry, overthinking, anxiety literally take over my life. I would worry constantly about the what ifs that hadn't happened yet. And when something did happen, I would go straight into victim mode and I'd literally want to hibernate and dwell in my own little self-made misery pit. Life wasn't life for me unless something was going wrong. You know, I really did allow that to become part of my identity and it was my default mode. And when you start to do the work on yourself, all the stuff that I talk about, all the way that, that you get your brain to work with you, all of those things, It can be hard to look at, often hilarious to look at (laughs) with a little sprinkling of what on earth was I thinking (laughs) thrown in, but it's always enlightening and always making so much sense. You know, like it's like the penny drops. And I'm always saying that awareness is the first key to change, but you get to have that on the other side of the change too. And what do I mean by that? Those special moments when you realize how far you've come, and how something that felt so all-consuming at the time—that would really, you'd really struggle with—is just not an issue at all anymore. Those little aha moments, yeah, where you just stand there and go, "Huh, hang on a minute, this would have really, really bothered me before, and I'm actually pretty cool." <laughs> so the thing that's really highlighted this for me this year is about the 2019 has not been the best year for health in my family. So. I don't talk about this often, but thankfully now we're through the other side. I feel like it's this can be some valuable lessons in there for you guys. So both my parents were diagnosed with cancer within a few months of each other. So dad was in the midst of recovering from a big op and then Mum got diagnosed and I found out in the middle of the gluten free aisle of Tesco's. (laughs) Now, they're both on the mend. Absolutely. And we have always been a family of if something's not right, go get it checked. And we are incredibly lucky, which is a point that I will come back to later. And then I recently had my own scare, you know, and in the back of my head, I was like, come on. The likelihood of it being a triple whammy is so, so, so small. But I really noticed how I kind of took it in my stride. You know, the time waiting because it takes time, right? The appointments, the invasive tests some of them are invasive let me tell you (laughs) the potential outcomes you know and what that could mean whereas before it would have genuinely absolutely crippled me mentally i i know i wouldn't have been able to think about anything else when i was in the headspace that i was in previously for it to be both my parents and then thinking about the potential it could be me too i could have absolutely let those what ifs consume me as I would have done previously. But I was actually very matter-of-fact about it, and so were mum and dad. They were amazing, in fact, absolutely incredible. And if they ever allow me, I may get them on the podcast to talk about things like that. And um, i just had an attitude of whatever it is, we'll deal with it. Yeah, There's no point worrying until we have the facts. It just didn't feel like a big deal at all. You know, and this, that sort of thing to, to a lot of people is, is huge, you know. It seemed actually more of a big deal to the people that knew kind of what I was going through and what they were going through than it felt to me, you know. And when, you're, when you are in that zone, like these thoughts can consume you. I get it. You know, something that happens or you're worried about happening in one area of your life can absolutely affect everything else as a side note, I'm absolutely fine. Thank you very much for asking. (laughs) Lifestyle change and a little operation and I will be right as rain. So I am very glad I didn't waste all that precious time worrying about something that didn't happen, you know, not taking action on other things just in case or preparing for the worst, you know. We all could have chosen to focus on the big scary word and the treatments and all the other stuff, but it kind of just brought us all together as a family more. Uh, we looked after each other, and you know, which is one of the reasons that I say we're so lucky. You know, we chose to look at what was in our control and what was out of it, to look at the positives in the situation. You know, it, it's made us take our health more seriously, not take things for granted. That's a big one. You know, to be grateful all the time, even when things don't look or feel great. Sure, there were. FFS moments, (laughs) you know, the moments. That's completely normal and understandable when the proverbial hits the fan. But it was the conscious choice to not let it affect other things and to ask ourselves better questions, you know. So what's really my message here? How you choose to respond to things really is your choice. I know it doesn't feel that way, but trust me it is. You may have habitual thinking patterns working against you right now, But you are the one in control here, not external circumstances. Remember that. It is freaking powerful when you understand that. Yeah? And it's very easy to let these things take over. It's really, really easy to. But you don't have to go into panic mode and focus on all the negatives. You can choose to look for the positives. They're always there if you choose to look. Like when I was talking about the thing with my parents and everything along those lines, You know, I was talking about the positives that have actually come out of it and how we're looking at life and, you know, you don't want to waste any time. You know, the the rest of my message is about resilience, about problem solving, knowing you can't plan your first reaction, but you can always choose your second. Looking at something and going, right, okay, this is an (laughs) ideal, but what can I do here to improve things? Whatever it is, whether it's an issue in your business or something with a client or your health or your relationships, the same rules. Apply across the board, yeah? And it's about catching yourself before you head into that worry loop and waste that precious, precious, precious time that you have and being able to use gratitude as the antidote to worrying, yeah? It's easy to slip back into it sometimes, but it's catching yourself, yeah? Don't beat yourself up in this process. But it's also about perspective. Perspective is huge, when it comes to blasting away worry? Is it really the end of the world? Probably not, yeah? What can you do with what you know right now? When you're caught in a worry loop and you're making something mean something else, you know, so this might happen and that would mean X would happen, you know, really catch yourself in those thoughts and ask if it's really true. The likelihood is it's not. What else could happen that's not negative? You know, we're we're wired to go to the negative. Well, what's a potential positive? You know, say, for example, if it's, it's you're worrying about people not buying a product or whatever, um, which is going to be the next podcast episode, actually, along those lines. So, what if they say yes? <laughs> you know, it's about asking yourself, who is this worrying helping and who is it harming? Because you know the inevitable answers to both of those questions. Yeah. It's knowing to catch yourself in those loops and your best and quickest routes out, yeah? So do you have a coach or a mentor or a best bud who can, or a partner who can shift your perspective easily until it becomes a habit, yeah? Life can throw us some serious curveballs from time to time, but it's up to you how you want to handle it. And what else in your life you let it affect? It won't be easy at first. You're creating new neural pathways and changing habits that you may have had for most of your life, but know it can be done. And there will be a day in the not too distant future where something happens that previously would have hugely affected you, and you literally take a step back and notice that you're cool as a cucumber. It's these lovely little moments where you're like, ah, interesting. (laughs) And you can see how much your hard work has paid off. And I wish you many, many, many of these moments because if you do the work, they're coming, my friend. You guys know what you're doing. It's just sometimes we need that little reminder. Sometimes when you can get in those loops, and it's fine, it's not about not worrying ever. It's, that's just not realistic. But it's about knowing when you're in that loop that you don't want to go down, you know, when you know that it's going to affect other things. And that's what we want to pull ourselves out of. So, And as always, I hope that was helpful. So any questions, just let me know. And as always, I will see you next week. Bye.